HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Appeal, helping you enjoy your fruits and vegetables at peak freshness and reduce food waste. Learn more at appeal.com. Welcome to The Big Food Question, a podcast exploring the most urgent questions from a food industry in crisis. I'm Kat Johnson, HRN's Communications Director. Today, we're asking, how can eaters and restaurants have a safe Thanksgiving? Due to the increasing number of COVID cases across the U.S., the CDC has recommended that people celebrate the holiday only with people in their own households. This means the best advice is to forgo both traveling and gathering extended families and friends. This is a tough call for a lot of people to make, so the CDC also has a laundry list of ways to make your Thanksgiving safer this year if you choose to celebrate with a group. We'll include a link to those guidelines in our show notes. Of course, here at HRN, we're thinking a lot about how COVID precautions will change how we shop, cook, and enjoy our Thanksgiving dinners. I'm still planning to buy a heritage turkey this year, but I'm going to break it down so I can cook a few smaller Thanksgiving meals and avoid large gatherings. A lot of folks are figuring out ways to scale down their menus for smaller groups. Others are outsourcing the cooking to local restaurants. For advice on how to make this holiday as stress-free as possible while keeping safety and health front of mind, I called up Chef Chris Hall. We also talked a bit about how his restaurants are trying to meet the needs of their customers this Thanksgiving. My name is Chris Hall. I'm a chef and partner in four restaurants in Atlanta, uh, Local 3, Muscle Turners, MTH Pizza, and Eleanor's. One quick note, I worked for Hall's Restaurant Group in 2014 through 2016. And I'm trying to figure out the new normal like everybody else right now. For starters, I wanted to know what he thought about my idea for stretching a whole turkey into multiple meals. I think your idea is a great one. You know, kind of cut the bird in half and do it at two separate times. Uh, they'll keep in the in the fridge if you if you get a fresh beautiful bird and cook it properly. You know you're not going to have a problem, or you can just cut it in half like you said and freeze it. I'm aware that my situation is unique. I have some time on my hands and I enjoy cooking, so I don't mind stretching Thanksgiving into a week long event. But for others, holiday meal planning is already stressful enough without managing the added COVID nineteen risk. Hall has advice for those folks. I mean, my guidance is support a local restaurant and get it from us. 
um, let us bring it. But in all honesty... His restaurants, which he operates with partners Ryan Turner and Todd Musman, have experience making Thanksgiving dishes to go. But this year, they've ramped up their offerings. Yeah, we've really changed things up a fair amount. You know, in previous years, it's kind of been each restaurant do their own thing. And this year, we've um, synthesized everything to one location just because we're able to do, we have more space there. Uh, we're able to operate within within safety protocols much easier. It's a much larger space. And we can do really great contactless delivery because in front of the restaurant, there's a little kind of almost roundabout where people can pull in, open their trunk, and we can drop things in and they can drive away, which makes it really no contact and, and easy. Another big change is that this year, they're selling smoked turkeys and hams in addition to sides. We've never done hams and turkeys before. It, it was always kind of, we'll do all your sides and, and you can kind of pick and choose. And um, this year we decided to take a uh, take a flyer on doing hams and turkeys just because my gut, our gut feeling um, was that people don't want to go out and they'd like stuff done um, and we can bring it to you and, and alleviate that. And lastly, they'll have an option for people who are closely following CDC guidelines and celebrating Thanksgiving with households of just two or four people. Every night we do a pickup family meal and we're going to make it um, Thanksgiving that night. So if people want to kind of get it on Wednesday and reheat it on Thursday, they can do that. And we'll do that in groups of two and four plus everything else we're doing. This year, staying flexible is going to be really important for ensuring a safe Thanksgiving. You or your guest plans may need to change. So reducing your stress around menu planning is one way to make sure your holiday goes smoothly. And one thing that Hall and I definitely agree on is that the holiday doesn't have to be perfect this year. We should just try to enjoy it as best we can. I'll just go with with real-time advice of um, the more you drink, the better it tastes. Um, So, yeah, enjoy yourselves. Make the best of it and and know that the chance to, to have a holiday is a great one. Um, it, it's something that that I learned the hard way. Um, you know, I, I lost my dad during during this, and um, you know, get together with your family if it's at all possible because that time is uh, you won't have it forever. So enjoy yourselves and have fun and uh, drink rosé and whiskey with turkey. It's they they all go together really well. Thanks for listening to the Big Food Question. Happy Thanksgiving! Stick around to hear what makes our show possible. This episode is brought to you by Appeal. Here at HRN, we care about reducing waste across our food system, from farms to home kitchens. We know that about half of the produce we grow ends up in the trash. We all want to enjoy produce at peak freshness and reduce the amount that gets thrown away. That's where Appeal comes in. Appeal is a plant-based protective layer that helps produce last up to twice as long. It's edible, invisible, and imitates how peels naturally protect fruits and vegetables. Because here's the thing, less waste doesn't just mean we're throwing less food away. It also means we waste less water, energy, and other resources that go into growing produce. A peel works with nature to reduce waste across the food system from the farm to the kitchen. A peel helps us conserve our precious resources to ensure we have fresh food to meet our growing needs. Appeal. Food gone good. Learn more at appeal.com.
Don't forget to subscribe to The Big Food Question wherever you get your podcasts. Check back often as we address critical questions for eaters, operators, and workers across food topics and business sectors. If you have questions you'd like the show to answer, you can email us at question at heritageradionetwork.org. Special thanks for this episode to Chris Hall. The Big Food Question is produced by Katie Mosman-Wadler, Hannah Forden, Dylan Hoyer, Matt Patterson, Luke Griffin, Kevin Chang-Barnum, and me, Kat Johnson. Our theme song was composed by Breakmaster Cylinder. The Big Food Question is powered by Simplecast. The content of this series is provided for general information only and should not be considered professional advice. You should obtain professional or specialist advice before taking or refraining from any action on the basis of this content. This project is funded by a Humanities New York CARES grant with support from the National Endowment for the Humanities and the Federal CARES Act. This program is also supported in part by public funds from the New York City Department of Cultural Affairs in partnership with the City Council. The Big Food Question is a production of Heritage Radio Network, the world's pioneer food radio station. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org and follow us at heritage underscore radio.